0: Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 126, Nobody Wants to Answer. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play another message from someone who has probably misdialed. And as in previous episodes when this happened, I have cut out the caller's name and disguised his voice since I could not possibly find him and ask permission to play the message. It comes from the fall of 1989 and is 11 seconds long. Let's listen. Hi, this is... I was calling to uh, talk to Marianne, but apparently nobody wants to answer the phone, so I guess I'll just hang up. What strikes me about this message is how confident the caller is that Marianne lives with me. I can't be sure which outgoing message he has heard, but if it was one where I give my phone number, it means one of three things. He did not pay much attention, he has an outdated phone number, or Marianne gave him the wrong number to begin with. Media representations of missed dials are multiple, but let me tell the story of one that remains salient in my mind. In the 1960s, Pierre Capretz, a professor of French at Yale, began experimenting with audiovisual materials in his classes, including slideshows to accompany pre-recorded narratives, and clips from popular French New Wave films. In the 1980s, with funding from the Annenberg Foundation and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, Capretz created French in Action, a 52-part television series first broadcast in 1987. In contrast to the PBS series produced to teach Spanish Destinos, which recounts a telenovela-like tale, French in Action draws on the humor and romance of French cinema. Also unlike Destinos, French in Action uses language immersion. In other words, no English is spoken. After each excerpt from an ongoing drama, The Professor, played by Capretz, explains the dialogue through illustrations, movie clips, and TV advertisements. The results are pedagogically effective and entertaining. In 1990, four Yale students enrolled in Capretz's course complained that the video series was sexist and propagated gender stereotypes. After an investigation, the French department called for a revision in the course materials. However, in an article published several years after the controversy, literary theorist Carolyn Durham argues French inaction is actually a feminist critique of conventional masculinity. For example, in one of the scenes Yale students found objectionable, the character Jean-Pierre, describes his various tricks for picking up girls, such as asking them for a light or pretending he has met them previously. In the same scene, a young woman calls him stupid and disgusting, which makes it clear Jean-Pierre represents a regressive form of male chauvinism. Beyond this episode, the female lead in the series, Mireille, Frequently expresses feminist ideas and is depicted as strong and self confident next to her shy American suitor, Crobert. In one episode, she kicks a soldier to the ground for mocking Crobert's sports jacket. I discovered French in action after traveling to France in the fall of nineteen ninety and watched it frequently when it was rebroadcast on PBS. So, after listening to this week's message, I immediately thought of episode 27, when someone accidentally phones Miche's home asking for the Salvation Army, to which Miche replies, No, you have actually reached the fire station. She then kindly looks up the correct number for the caller in the phone book. The next time the phone rings, Miche answers, This is the Salvation Army. Major Barbara is speaking, confusing our poor Robert, who was calling for a date. This sounds exactly like the type of prank I liked to pull back in the 80s. But in the age of incessant robocalls, as well as caller ID, the fun of a random wrong number is lost. If you'd like to send a random message via the Internet, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P F O T S C H.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.